is in session this is the rookie profile series hosted by matt hicks the ff educator and i am joined as always by john lob the gridiron scholar this is the david bell fantasy football rookie profile episode before we jump into this somewhat controversial prospect out of Purdue, I want to make sure folks know that they can check out this series on the Rookie Big Board YouTube channel if you want to watch the video. If you prefer to listen to it, it is on the Rookie Big Board podcast channel and, of course, on the NFL Draft Bible podcast network. If you want more rookie insight, you can head on over to patreon.com slash the FF Educator and get all of my rookie rankings and analysis. And you can find more of John's work at footballdiehards.com. John David Bell, a longtime star of the college football world, has slightly started to dim, but we have not given up on the Purdue wideout yet. Let's jump into him. Matt, you know I've been on Team David Bell for two years now. But I have to be realistic and I have to be honest with our viewers. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He had a terrible combine. The numbers, Matt, I had to drop them down the board. The production is there. But the athletic ability, there are some serious red flags here. You, I was hoping that he could shine in either agility skill, a burst, a speed, something that would give you, okay, there's the athleticism. Matt, 40-yard dash, 4.65, 20-yard shuttle, 4.57, Three cone drill, seven one four, the bridge like nothing. There was nothing for me to hang my hat on, so he had to go down my board, and it really, it kind of is like personal because I really like this player. I've enjoyed watching him play football for three years, but I have to grade him as an NFL prospect. Look at you. Go back, Matt. Prolific producer and early breakout performer as a freshman in 2019. That's when he caught my eye, Matt. He tied for the Big Ten Conference lead, 86 receptions for over 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns. He was Big Ten Freshman of the Year, first-team freshman All-American, and four-time Big Ten Freshman of the week. I mean, I was enthralled watching the film. Then in the COVID, in the shortened season for the Big Ten, he was first team all conference, academic all Big Ten, and he had 53 catches for 625 yards and eight touchdowns. He was a consensus number one or two wide receiver in college fantasy football. Last year, Matt, he was unbelievable in a conference with Ohio State wide receivers being drafted in the very first round, and Johan Dotson. He was named the Richter Howard Receiver of the Year 
first team all Big Ten, and second team all American by the Sporting News. He logged a career high 93 catches for 1,286 yards and six touchdowns, Matt. I saw him personally against UConn. He scored three touchdowns. He was phenomenal, but UConn's bad, so let's put it in context. (laughs) When he finished his career, he was among the all-time school leaders, fourth in receptions, fifth in yards, and seventh in touchdowns. In high school, he was a four-star recruit, and 2018 Gatorade State Player of the Year in Indiana. But I have to be honest, he fell down my board. Matt, I know you like the film. What does the film study tell our viewers? You know, John, David Bell is really interesting. He was somebody that I was generally out on after watching his 2020 film, My Summer Scouting. I had him, you know, well outside of Tier 1. Uh, after watching his 2021 film, I saw a player that I liked a lot more. I, I thought his 2021 film showed an improved player. Still some limitations in his game, and we'll talk about that. But, you know, I was back up on David Bell, and now we're kind of riding the roller coaster back down a little bit. It's going to end up being a conversation about value, right, and managing expectations for David Bell. But in terms of what he does bring to the table, John, this man can go up and win a contested catch situation. He can high point a ball. He positions his body well. He goes up and snags that ball. He's a great contested catcher. And he has overall good hands, right? He has good ball tracking ability. He doesn't drop the ball. He consistently adjusts to underthrown balls. And my goodness, David Bell had to adjust to different <laughs> different balls of uh, catching passes uh, at Purdue. And he has great concentration through tight coverage. You know, it wasn't he was not phased when working through double or even triple coverage at times, right? And so you see somebody who can absolutely go up and catch the ball. In terms of route running ability, you know, he has a limited route tree. I think what he ran, he ran well. Um, but the question for David Bell was always going to be separation because he's not the fastest guy. We knew that, right? Yeah. The combine 40 time, it wasn't impressive, but it also wasn't surprising. We knew that David Bell wasn't going to be a burner, right? And you look at his athleticism, we knew his athleticism would be limited too. John, there was one game on tape where he looked like a, a dynamic athlete, and that was the UConn game. <laughs> but, you know, when you're watching a Notre Dame tape or Oregon State tape or Minnesota tape and Iowa tape, <laughs> he doesn't look as much of a dynamic athlete as he did against the Huskies. So we knew he'd be a little bit limited in those ways. So I think for us, it's really going to be about managing expectations of David Bell. His pure tape review is positive. It's just going to be a matter of what he He's asked to do in the NFL, and I think it might just end up being a little bit more limited than we would have hoped early on in his college career. But those numbers are impressive, John. So let's dig back into him a little bit. It's fascinating, Matt. I noticed that you scored an 82.7. I gave him my scholar score an 82. So we're on the same page. He's a B minus, and we're hoping for day two draft capital. We'll see what happens. But when you plug him in the model, Matt, when I did it in late December because his season ended earlier at Purdue, the numbers are amazing, Matt. 232 receptions, early breakout age in three seasons, 2,946 yards. Now, this was a little bit of a red flag, but I was going to give him a little bit of a pass if he could show me more athleticism. The 12.7 yards per reception. But you said, you mentioned he ran a lot of the same routes. 
a lot of those are really short routes. He was, you know, he ran a lot of five-yard quick catches, right? So that's going to bring the numbers down. But he doesn't have a lot of yak yards. They didn't throw him deep a ton at Purdue. And now the athleticism showed me why that number was lower than I had hoped. I'm looking for 15, and he had 12.7. 22 touchdowns. I love that. And, Matt, you said he improved in 2021. Look at that. 31% team aerial dominator. And they did not have another real viable candidate on Purdue at the wide receiver. They had a tight end. They had a pass catching back. But nothing that you would focus on. It was all stop David Bell. And he had a 69% catch rate. Model, statistical model loves him. Poor athletic ability. I now have a a third-round grade. Matt, what your fantasy footballers now know about David Bell? Yeah, John, it's really interesting to see David Bell's value kind of uh, totally, you know, change based on, you know, which mock draft you're doing and what you're seeing. In terms of NFL draft, I'm still holding on to the idea that David Bell can be a late day two selection. I'm thinking, you know, in the 90s or even early 100s, I believe there's 102 picks uh, in the top. Uh, the first two days. And if he does, I think he's going to hold on to some good fantasy football value. If he falls to day three, John, I think we're going to end up seeing David Bell fall in rankings behind, you know, consistently, I should say, behind guys like Sky Moore, behind guys like Christian Watson, even Jalen Tolbert, uh, some of these smaller school guys that present a little bit more upside to their game. So it'll be interesting. I think draft capital, perhaps more than anybody, is going to be really critical for David Bell to hold on to some of that fantasy football value. Remember, in the Devi circles, John, this is a guy that most folks thought was going to be a first-round selection. This was a guy that a lot of people had as their wide receiver one heading into the 2020 season, or at least in the top three. So we have to be careful about dropping him too far based on you know recent events that, again, the combine shouldn't really shock us. We knew what we were going to get with David Bell, but still, you, you can't, you know, you have to be realistic and you can't hold him up further than he deserves in terms of his rookie big board tier. I think we've got a shot still for him to be in that wide receiver two, three range. Again, landing spots going to be really critical for that, but it's well within David Bell's uh, range of possibilities to especially be in that, you know, wide receiver 26 to 32 range within the first three years of his NFL career. His ADP projection, I do still expect him to land in mid-round two because David Bell has his truthers, and I think his truthers will prop up his ADP to a decent amount. Listen, once you get past the top five guys, John, the top five wide receivers – it is open game. You know, there's going to be folks that like David Bell best out of that group. There's going to be folks that like, you know, guys ranked in my, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 range, right? Because it's going to be a big second tier. And so it's going to be a little bit about knowing your league mates and whether they're interested in David Bell, if you are as well. And I'm willing to take a mid-level of exposure to David Bell. Uh, you know, if he's there at a value, especially if he falls into the third round, you know, I'm interested in David Bell. I'm not going to pay up for him. I'm probably not even going to pay face value for him, but I don't think I'm going to have to pay face value. It seems like at this point, I might get a little bit of a value on him. And John, is there any better value than this free rookie profile series? So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure uh, whether you're listening, uh, you're subscribed on your favorite podcast channel. Whether you're watching, you can check us out on YouTube on the Rookie Big Board channel. Make sure you're subscribed there as well. We got a lot more rookie profiles to come. And as always, we appreciate